millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is a new world order, and I am your Chancellor of Zane Australia, the National Council of Zane Australia, because I am just pretty good and better than everyone else at the table. Look, I'm going if to be honest. If you don't honest. say so yourself, National Councillor. Uh, Chancellor, thank you. Uh, Councillors are the other people. <laughs> um, phantom voice. I, I, I've prepared a little bit of a monologue for this episode. Oh, I, I do apologise. Uh, and you've really ruined it. You've I thrown did, yeah. me off um, because... I'm just going to say that everyone else other than Zane Australia at this table is short-sighted and really just just needs someone strong and uh, probably more uh, socially aware to take, take the helm of their nation. Uh, I'm not sure. This isn't a threat, of course. I don't know anything that you uh, don't know, but... Let's just hope for the best in the next few weeks, shall we? Uh, to my right. Oh, hey, guys. It's Sebastian. I don't know. I definitely didn't zone out for your intro. Um, it's Sebastian of the United States of World America. I'm still working on the new title, but it's going to be really good. Watch this space. But, yeah, three weeks. We've heard it before, Seb. Yeah, and you're going to hear it for another Three more episodes after this. (laughs) Well, I am a very definite Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, with a focus so long-term it can only be measured in light years. (laughs) And woe be to all who do not live to see that time. Well, it's, it's essentially about... Cutting taxes and laws, repealing <laughs> laws. That's that's about it. <laughs> and if you're joining us for the first time, congratulations and welcome. This is probably a good time for you to jump in. We are in between seasons two and three, so you have a whole bunch of episodes to go back and listen to if you wish to after listening to this one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you can find them on your podcatcher. I believe it only goes to 100, and we are now over 100. Ooh. So those extra episodes will be available on our website. That's not canon.com forward New World Order, uh, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, each week, we deal with issues that are accosting our virtual nations that we run on nationstates.net, and you can find links to those on that website or in our show notes. God, the problems just never stop. We clear our desks, and then the next day, there's just all these issues back on there. To be fair, some of these issues are bigger than others. <laughs> this is not one of them. <laughs> Can I, can I segue myself in? Sure. I did. I think you have. Wonderful. Mine's called The Trolley Problem. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. No. Oh. It's not that kind of trolley problem, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't course. have to choose who lives and dies. I wish that. would no. <laughs> be great. No, just no, to... Stray shopping trolleys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, <it's> 
After the public poll to name Suplex City's newest trolley line was handily won by a tired and insincere meme response. Is this a Trammy McTram face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, making it the sixth consecutive poll with similar results. <laughs> the mayor has Why do you keep holding these polls? Uh, this is all local because level. The I'm next like... time people will take it seriously. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the mayor has come to your office begging for an official stance on naming procedures for public projects. Okay, here's mine. Just name it. The green line. No, no, just yeah. you, sir. Oh, someone yeah. in your department just names it. I, I can't do that. What about the voters? They'll, they, they'll, they'll hound me next time I'm campaigning. Just don't name it something stupid. You, but that's it. You can't name it anything. If you take a stand, you can't name it anything that will uh, sa- satisfy every- Yeah, that's right. Okay, get three wheels and spin them and have names attached to each of them and it just lands and it's there. But just like, you know, <laughs> do it the way the government always does these things. Palming it off to the citizens. No, no, no. <laughs> you, get, you get three crappy options and three joke options, put them all up on the wheel and say, this is your choice. Pick one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Trolley McTrolley face. <laughs> <laughs> Sighs the mayor dejectedly. I have to ride to work on Trolley McTrolley face. I wanted the Big Dog Express. It's <laughs> a good name. But no, we're stuck with this boring nonsense again. Instead of throwing open these polls to every juvenile delinquent or obnoxious Grick and Morgie fan, could we please establish some boundaries? How about a committee of respected citizens to vet the choices that are on the ballot? That way people get their say and we get some dignity. I don't like his tenor. If you're not going to privatise the metro, at least privatise the naming. Put a, put, a, put a this space here, auction it off every single year, and whoever is the highest bidder gets to call it, you know, the American Express line. Yeah, or the, the or American the, or Express the, line's or, a great name. Or the McDonald's line, or whatever it is. The yeah. World American Express line. That sounds great. <laughs> Remind me again of why we let the public vote on this stuff at all interjects your auxiliary regional s- <laughs> oh, sub... Uh, subaltern... For naming things? Oh my God, sorry, what a ridiculous title. The government foots the bill. The government has the responsibility for maintaining our nation's image. And the government should choose the name. Heck, perhaps you should just name the next project after yourself. Which would be difficult because I'm still working on my title. (laughs) (laughs) And it changes weekly. (laughs) You know, know, outside of of churches, they have those signs, like you can swap the letters, and we need one of those titles. You just got a sign writer on permanent (laughs) retainer, just just waiting for the call. What is it today? (laughs) I'm like the Max Bialystock, just like ripping his titles down. I've only got one more option. These both suck so far. Are you kidding me? These names are great, Bubbles. Morty Kane, your communications director intern, while excitedly checking your metrics. This isn't civic failing, it's civic engagement. If some silly name's all it takes to get citizens fired up and interested in public works, then isn't it worth it? Who cares if it's a bit repetitious? It's great for our optics. Besides, if we really are a democracy, we have to respect the people's vote. I agree. (laughs) If my experience with memes is any indication, is that... (laughs) (laughs) Please do tell. (laughs) They begin as ridiculous little, little nuggets. 
and they go to extremes of ridiculousness before bouncing back and actually yielding very funny results. Mm. Like, like yeah, tra- no, traditionally no. funny of you know of, of a broad spectrum humor that everybody can enjoy and people and people kind of yeah that's yeah. funny. The only downside I say to memes is they have the lifespan of a blowfly. <laughs> they do. So while it's no very funny power. now, it might not be funny in two years' time. And that's exactly why you should let people name it Trolley McTrolley Face because they're the ones that have to ride on it. Yeah, I agree. Right? I'm going. They're, the they're the ones that will. They're the ones that will will be embarrassed and say, "Look, can we just get a proper name for it, please?" Nope. I have to. <laughs> I have to keep telling my boss I'm late because Trolley McTrolley Face, you know, <laughs> stopped for a flock of penguins or whatever. Yeah. You. Made your bed. <laughs> you <laughs> that's exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> Any opinions, Ozone, before I click no, on? No, I entirely agree with Andrew Polio. All righty. If so, you're going to put it out to a vote at all. Well, yes, apparently, stick with th- it. Yeah, I yeah. like that this is the topic that the three of us united on. <laughs> <laughs> the Museum of Black Korean War Crimes is located on Black Acre, Did Nothing Wrong Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, that's good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. The Museum of Blackacre did nothing wrong? Was it? No, the Museum of Blackacrean War Crimes uh-huh. is located on Blackacre did nothing wrong Avenue. <laughs> so, so really, oh, that's clever. Okay. 14-year-old girl unifies quantum theory. It took you long enough. Mm. Avant-garde gallery popular yet confusing. Voters alert. Engaged. Government more trustworthy than ever before. Survey says. Only two... Ups that are in four percentages. Rudeness up 3% and ideological radicality up 2%. Finally. And only three downs in whole percents. Corruption down five, black market down two, and authoritarianism down one. Apart from rudeness, I'm pretty okay with everything. I, I mean, yeah, that it's not like a huge issue. Yeah. It's not, not like you would change anything about a nation if you're just giving, putting everything to a vote. Right. Too much I freedom. have a rather more serious issue. Oh, excellent. X marks the cult. Oh. A plot of land, which is simultaneously where the founder of the Order of Violet was allegedly born, where the tranquility of yellow claims the goddess will descend, and where the cult of pizza plans to build its temple, called the Pizza Church of Pepperoni, <laughs> has been claimed by all three religions. The three religions leaders have cornered me after another ribbon cutting ceremony and have demanded that I settle their conflict. Brace yourself, religious leaders. Oh my goodness. Because yeah. I have things to say. <laughs> oh. There are five options. Five options? Yeah. It takes five options to go through okay, who owns it now? Yeah. And when did they when did they acquire it? The Dead Ocean Scrolls clearly state that the Violetists are the real owners of this land, declares the Grand Purple Mistress of Violetism, as she makes threatening gestures towards me and the other leaders. We deserve to be able to practice our human uh, animal sacrifices. So why can't we go along, take the land and do it there? No one else is as cray, I mean, unique as we are. The only thing we ask is are a few million frugals <laughs> to build our temple and everything else will be taken care of. Firstly. So they want to annex the land and get it. Get no, a, no, no. They a, want me to buy the land for yeah, them. Yeah, essentially. So yeah. that they can sacrifice humans, it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I don't see a downside to this option. <laughs> Hospital waiting list will improve. Hmm? 
Uh, think, why? Think of the ED here. <laughs> think of how this will affect the emergency department. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> and also, you're, you've you, you've done you've dabbled into directing before. It'll kind of be like you're orchestrating or directing some sort of real life horror movie. And that's what I want in my nation. That's what we all need in our nations. <laughs> I think you'll find. Yeah, we okay. all need to go outside and and question. You know whether whether the person running down screaming all bloodied in the street is legitimate or an actor. Yeah, yeah. Those squirrels are nothing but a mistranslated hogwash. All of this area belongs to us, asserts her jaundicedness, the eccentric and indecisive leader of the tranquility of yellow. Those idiotic violetists and believers in major religion only care about the majority of people in Australia. What about the minority? All the ones who believe in invisible dragons flying around and that everyone should pay for... uh, I mean, make a personal sacrifice to the great advertising billboard. (laughs) We would freely allow all of them to come in and listen to our completely objective teachings. Now, as for the majority... They'll just be banned from coming. Why, you thought we would kill them? We're not that crazy. You see, this is what happens when you get government involved in something, (coughs) is that people come flocking for the freebies. If you don't have the authority to give something away in the first place, you don't have the corruption involved in giving it away. Firstly... I don't think I have the authority to give things away in the first place. Well put. Thank God for that. they've cornered me (laughs) at a public event (laughs) and are yelling at me. Uh, Option number three. All must hail his immaculate munchiness, announces Eobard Drake, a former Luigi Brothers Pizzeria owner who claims that the franchise's insane prices literally sent him to a mental hospital. We are aware that the other religions should be allowed to exist in this world, yet... These two are claiming the land for inhumane and overall unusual reasons. In the cult of pizza's opinion, the church we will build will have free pizza buffet for all. And the only cost? Well, we aren't really building a real church per se. We are actually building a pizza store with a church inside of it. And that's just a small price to pay for his holy crustiness. That's brilliant. <laughs> That's, That's the, actually kind of brilliant. It's the most reasonable option you've had so far. <laughs> but that's just a business subsidy. That's all it is. It's give me this land yep. and, I, and I will build a pizza shop on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yep. <laughs> you know, you honestly don't have to listen to any of these screwballs, bemoans my politically ambitious cousin who has been giving me poor leadership <laughs> advice since I became leader of South Australia <laughs> and so definitely deserves to be number four on this list of five <laughs> options. You can use the area to do other things like, I don't know, weave baskets. Whatever the case is, it would be much better to do this than to let any of those insane religions take a perfectly viable plot of land. Oh, I will also own the plot of land, not you. You know, to avoid conflict of interest or whatever, you... You trust me, right? What a saint that he would sacrifice himself that way. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I have three re- religions or my ambitious cousin to Is- just give a plot of land to. Apparently I own the land now. Yeah. Did, uh, did you say there's a fifth option? There is. <clears throat> Thank goodness for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far the pizza one's legit winning. It's the most... <laughs> 
amusing <laughs> of them all. Well, I will say that. They're all equally as damaging. It's just the one that has the best payoff. It's perhaps the most self-aware yes. of all of the <laughs> of all the suggestions. Have you forgotten what I told you about sharing and compromise? Reminds my mother. Who <laughs> returned from a shopping spree at a store I just opened. Why not force all those religions to share this plot of land divided up into three separate spaces with a communal center in the middle? Some people might not like sharing the ground with their mortal enemies, and you'll need extra police presence to curb the potential violence, but, you know, fair is fair, right? (laughs) She had me until more police. (laughs) I was well on board of the monkey's paw. You want the land, do you? <laughs> Share it with your enemies. I was all for it until then. It sounds now more like a doesn't sound as fun with all the police around. So what I've learned through this is that I own the land. Apparently, good, good job. Congratulations. Uh, or the government owns the land. Well, you are the government. Yes. Yeah. Well, of the National Council, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. Yeah. and that three different religious factions have for one reason or another, come to the conclusion that they have a claim to the land. None of them are particularly... Compelling? Compelling. Uh, The only one who is an outright antisocial is the pizza one. Uh, But still, I'm going to dismiss this issue. Like, none of these are good options. Apart from the police, number five was the most fair. You're pretty much just saying, yeah, sure, whatever... I'm not choosing. You guys can share it, live in peace. It's the not most, the worst message the to send. The most fair is... The pizza one, I agree. No, is number four, which is put the land to a productive use other than... Well, no. I mean, it's not like it won't have a productive use with the religions because they'll, I assume, will be taking subscriptions or tithing or, or whatever. And, in, and in, in creating this monument, this church or whatever, that'll be... It'll be a sort of a draw for those that things. That I'm paying for. Well, you're, you're giving the land away. Oh, yes. I mean, the, the, the violinists are asking yeah. for, for a handout as well. Yeah, That's to right. build the temple. Um, I would go pizza, but if pizza wasn't an option, I'd go number three because... Number yes. three is the pizza. No, sorry, sorry. Of course I, <laughs> I, I Number three, I meant number five, where the three of them share it, because at least that way you're kind of in promoting some sort of harmony between the groups. That is also inciting violence and investing in extra police. Yeah, so number three is really the only legitimate well, option. It's not inciting, but I mean, that's exactly where the game will take it. Yeah. But it's not inciting it to say, okay, if I'm not doing anything with the land and I have to give it away to someone, then the three of you work out who who deserves it. The two of you really want me to make a pick one of these options, don't you? It's a cop out to dismiss it. I no, I'm I'm that I'm, is fine. Then I am choosing pizza. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, good. This is the best case scenario. <laughs> because Violetus want me to pay for their temple. Number two, they're a cult anyway, want- aren't they? Violetus isn't that the cult that we all get? All cults. Yeah. The these pizza one's a legitimate religion. Thank you. What? I've seen their god. I've had pizza before. Yeah, and you consumed him. Yeah, and just you, like a Catholic the church. Yeah, exactly yes. right. Well- Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
I mean, the, 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 the pizza one is not really a cult. It's just Domino's coming out and going, hey. There's a church inside a restaurant. Yeah, we're sponsoring churches. Come on, it'll be a laugh. Come on, <laughs> grab some pizza. <laughs> say a prayer. Sunday prayer session <laughs> at Domino's. There's going to be some horrible, like, tax-exempt pizza store, though, right? Like, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the gimme, right? Anyway. All right, so I'm going with this one because it's the least offensive to me. Um, I, I, no, if, if this was actually happening, of course you would say, you're no. all idiots. Get out. Get out. <laughs> this is buy my- whatever land you want to buy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that you can buy with donations from your parishioners or what have you. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not going to be a part of it. <laughs> and for some reason, my internet's going incredibly slowly. <gasps> You're not being infected by World America, are you? I hope not. Okay. Pizzeria. <clears throat> Pizzerias must now display shrines to the pizza god. Pizza healthier than previously believed, scientists reveal. Economists bullish on Zane Australian economy. Diet conscious, dying, diet conscious Zane Australians turn from dairy. City workers harassed by street urchins. Pizza delivery up 36.2%. Secularism up 2.8%. Recovering from last week where it was down 2.8%. <laughs> Average disposable income up 1%. Economic output Average income, obesity, and employment up less than 0.5 of a percent. Biggest downs are religiousness, down 2.1%. Oh, no, okay. (laughs) Who knew? Who knew? Uh, And then inclusiveness, taxation, cheese exports, agriculture, and welfare, all down 0.5 to 0.26%. Oh, there you go. People are going back to work. Well, big ups for industry and yeah. little downs for religiousness. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, from a serious issue with a laughable outcome, <laughs> <laughs> we move to an actual problem. For whom the road tolls. A group of transport analysts have suggested that a charge of five amples a day for vehicular access to Andropolia's most congested inner cities during peak hours is the only way to solve their ever-growing traffic problem. Similar schemes have been very effective elsewhere, says Teresa Barber, one of your most infamous traffic wardens in Andropolia. It's common sense that the best way to curb dangerously high demand is to raise the price of the supply, or as in this case, to create a price. Charging citizens to go into more congested areas could, combined with the improvements to public transport it will finance, actually make people choose public transport over their cars. I don't see why people should pay tax for a little less traffic on our roads. Now, in the case of London... Mm. where congestion charges were implemented with this exact reasoning that whatever money is made from it will fund uh, public transport. transport. Uh, Traffic did improve at first. Um, There there were fewer cars going in, ridership on buses was way up, and they were flowing freely and going in. They made the mistake of not charging taxi cabs going in, and because of the uh, predominance of Uber... Mm. Um, it it turns out that people, instead of taking their own cars, simply take someone else's. Yep, started taking the buses, but then stopped taking the buses because they were getting slower because of all the Uber traffic, and now they just take taxis and Ubers into the city. And, and, and the traffic is worse than it was originally. Just another way that Uber's ruining everything. Yep, and they're making less money <laughs> than they, they, they had the first downturn uh, in, in revenue last year since 2010. Yep. So it's still the revenue is still high from it, but it's but it's on a downtrend. 
Right. It would seem so. So it has, without without appropriate management, it has a limited function. Yeah, see, I would think that this would be the perfect Andropolian answer if the the roads and the public transport were privatised. I, I put out the call yeah. to, to privatise the roads and nobody nobody took it up, unfortunately. the offer People, is, trash. They're still a for sale sign. They're yeah. still a listing. It's still there with a... POA <laughs> uh, <the> sticker on. <laughs> Number two. These tolls are, prepos- are a preposterous idea, argues road lobbyist Buffy Gonzalez. Public transport will never replace the car. I don't want to be forced to share my space with a bunch of malodorous working class people on my way to work. Not that I would be, because I, c- I could afford the charge, but really it's the principle of the matter. The only solution is to expand urban road networks. True, some pavements and green spots would have to go, but those pedestrians should be able to put up, put up with that <laughs> to expect Andropolia to be part of the modern world. Why are you slamming pedestrians, Gonzalez? Because uh, yeah. he's a road lobbyist. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so roads everywhere. Everybody yes. has to everyone must drive only cars. <laughs> you take a car from your front door to wherever you're going. That seems valet parking everywhere. Mm, mm, I don't no footpaths. <laughs> and the the case is, of course, that if you build a road, they yeah. will come. Yeah. Whatever whatever road expansions and lane expansions you have to ease congestion, it will just fill up with more traffic. I mean, I mean that is true, but eventually. Like that's why you kind of infrastructure needs to be kind of constantly updated and reevaluated. No, I mean that's that's exactly the problem. That yeah. wherever you expect, I mean, people have the incentive to take the the shortest trip possible. Yes. Right? So if you create, if there's heavy congestion on a road, people will naturally try and avoid it. Mm. Or depending on how your road network is, they may have no choice in in, in avoiding it, and hence you have the congestion. Or etc. But it, but if you yeah, <laughs> for example, Brisbane, yeah. <laughs> but if you expand it. And ease the ease the congestion for a while. For the for the for the initial period, it works. Yeah. Until yeah. people realise that they can, you Get know, save, save the trip. Instead of taking the bus, they can now take the car because it's cost effective now. Yeah. And you just get the congestion back with more traffic than ever. More traffic. <laughs> what you if you put a, like a, a like a, a tax on cars? That's what the congestion car charge essentially says. Oh, a flat tax on all cars everywhere. All cars everywhere. Registration multiplied by four times. <laughs> it could work. That's how they do it in Singapore, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, exactly the same phenomenon happens with data storage. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, if you expand the amount of data that you can store, the data rises to meet it, to meet the storage capacity. Number three, and three of three. Allowing cars to scoot around and pollute our cities was a bad idea in the first place, says George W. Ban Morris. Him. Ban the cars again, <laughs> Antropolia. A famous environmentalist. The solution is to abolish private motor transport whilst funding major urban public transport schemes. Our buses and undergrounds could be the envy of the world. Yes, the car companies will suffer, and yes, there'll be a bit more tax. But wouldn't it be worth it for a bit of fresh air, safe streets for the children? Mm, the children. Mm. I actually don't hate this idea in theory mm. for certain circumstances. In in situations like LA, for example, where you have uh, several business districts that are quite disparate apart, yeah. if each of those business districts had no car access internally and you actually invested in some public transport, I think that would be 
perfect for them. Yeah. Um, but in situations where you have a very sprawling uh, metropolis that is connected to sprawling suburbia and people travel from suburbia to the metropolis and f- back every day, I don't think public transport, that is something that public transport alone can handle. But at, at the same time, there's those suburbs only developed because of the availability of yeah, car transport. Absolutely. If it wasn't for that, if it wasn't... Um, for the subsidizations that that happened with yeah. with the highway networks and such, those suburbs and that's exist. where you're seeing with these new planned cities, you you don't have a lot of car traffic in within the the city centre itself. Yeah. It's only on the outsides when you're travelling uh, away from the city that you, you. It's almost as if when the government isn't involved in decisions and isn't in trying to influence you know long term thinking and and huge national scale projects, people just make the right decisions. Isn't mm. that a funny idea? Sometimes they do. Sometimes <laughs> they make terrible decisions. <laughs> yeah, sometimes they do. But the government always makes terrible decisions. No, the, the government <laughs> always makes terrible compromises, which end up pleasing no one. <laughs> That's exactly right. And <laughs> whereas, costing a fortune. Yeah, whereas yeah. people will make a very definite decision, which pisses off some people and pleases other people. That's fine, and they can deal with that fallout. <laughs> um, I think in this... like. I don't think banning cars is an appropriate move for Andropolia. Whilst I You've already would, tried that route. That's exact well, we banned cars and we made the mistake of cutting the government a, a few weeks later, mm. seriously knocking down everything and public transport went as well. Uh, so people could not move. Oh well, public transport. <laughs> it's back. They can walk. And cars are back. Uh, I think a congestion charge is is the way that this is going to be addressed. Um, obviously once everything is privatised, um, it'll be up to the owner yeah. to charge the appropriate amount. Yeah, I mean, if, if this is the problem, I think that that is a solution that, that could definitely work. Certainly. And it will certainly uh, incentivise people to take public transport. Yep. Which you know may end up being a de facto uh, car ban. Yeah. Uh, dear Brisbane City Council, <laughs> spend the money that you get from public transport on public transport, please, because... That way it gets better. But there are, you know, Daleks to install in multiple parks around the city. <sighs> we've, we, we've got to showcase our cultural heritage, you know? Yeah, use your cultural heritage money for that. No, look, we've got a lot of government people coming in from all over the world. We've got to show them that <sighs> Brisbane is a world-class city. We have to spend millions By of dollars banning eggs from the city centre. Can I suggest that if you're trying to pass Brisbane off as world class, you accidentally take them to Sydney and just tell them you're in Brisbane? <laughs> oh yeah, every every city in Australia has that same opera house design. But that's exactly we right. Just give, we just pretend that Sydney's special. Well, that's the Brisbane Opera House. But right? it, yeah, doesn't every every opera house in the world have yeah. that same design? I assume so. Yeah, it's but a bunch would, of triangles leaning on its side. But it would be just our luck that somebody is a meme lord and they would see Bertie McFoe's face, <laughs> Bertie McBoat face riding down the. <laughs> and they and we would be outed. Motorists must pay to enter inner cities during peak hours, unsurprisingly. Who knew a congestion charge would have that effect? Who knew? <laughs> well, it's good that there's not any bad news in that little banner in, in the first place. The Anthropology Sentinel reports government official just wanted to help, coroner says. I love that one. Warmer weather on the way, forecast says. Economic growth exceeds forecasts and public transport has Andropolia on the move. Mm. I think this is going to be good. Public transport up 100%. What was it previously? Because it had 
You had some, didn't you? I thought I had some, but apparently it was maybe it was. I thought you'd brought it back. Yeah, I what had. was it? Sorry, what what happened? It went from zero. No, no, what what? Public transport. Uh, public transport. Mm. Yes, okay. because I know during the zombies you brought public transport. You yeah, invested yeah, yeah. in public transport, yeah. but it may have been negative. I I never know the oh, metrics. Yeah, how it works. But it, it, this time it went from zero up to one hundred ninety-eight, essentially on the societal mobility rating. Fair enough. Shall we compare public transport at the end? Yeah, sure. Uh, eco-friendliness up ninety-seven percent, environmental beauty up eleven, government size up four. Unfortunately, lifespan. Hey, hey, up three percent. Hooray! With with touching mid fifties, fifty-four years. Oh, are you over fifty now? Oh yeah, I've been I've been in the back back in the fifties for a while. Congratulations! It, I know it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> it feels great to be able to dream of dying of old age. <laughs> One day. One day. <laughs> Weather up 2.5%, tourism up 25 and freedom from taxation up 2%. As far as the downtrends are concerned, uh, obesity down 3%, this is good news. Charmlessness down 4 Manufacturing, unfortunately, down 10 but it's still around. It's not you know, down to zero like it was the last time this happened. Uh, retail down 23%, but it had such a huge boost uh, last week that um, it's not really – it's still up yeah, significantly. Yeah. And automobile manufacturing, unfortunately, down 56%. But that's all right because also it's not an industry that has been gutted this time. They're just responding to yeah. the if it's not needed, it's market. not needed. Yeah. And after all, auto manufacturing came back whilst the car ban was still in effect. So who knows if what, what remains isn't all for export anyway. Yeah, yeah. So public so, transport is what we're looking at. And public transport is the big winner for Andropolia. Like I said, things are looking up. So Zane Australia started out... What's the what's the full index name on yours? Because mine just says societal mobility rating. Yeah, and tell me what it's measured in. World Census experts captured, tagged, and released trains in order to captured, ad- tagged, and released trains. Yeah, don't you have a wild train population? <laughs> no, my big dogs keep it in check. <laughs> oh well, maybe 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 World America will suffer in this. Uh, in order to identify which nations have the most extensive, well-funded public transportation systems. Uh, Zane Australia started out the game at 884.9. We peaked uh, at 2272, uh, 2277, I should say, and we're currently sitting on uh, 2087.57. Wow. So Andropolia started at 500 mm-hmm. on that scale, peaked at uh, like 715. <laughs> um, Sorry, then, else. <laughs> then there was that massive slashing of the mm-hmm. government where everything changed and it went dipped down just below zero. Um, you're right, it did it did peak up a little bit um, in the last couple of months, uh, but this is the by far the largest increase in a long time. It's back up to 197, I think I said, 198. Yeah. Yeah. We started on 690. We had a brief drop where we dropped down to 540, which was our lowest, and we're currently on our highest of just over 1,200. Ooh, wow. But that's still almost half of what Zane Australia is on. Yeah. Yeah. Except well, I, I think you'll find that the Andropolian network is world class because it's all new. It's all fresh. I'm sure all three buses <laughs> yeah, are really yeah. nice. <laughs> <laughs> a very small network is cutting edge. Oh, yeah. We're, we're down to the second on timing. Oh, we, we have AI managed self repairing <laughs> systems that span the entire nation. <laughs> Show off. We're really looking into that whole like drone thing. 
But you really need the internet to figure out how to put the drones together. Oh no, we just we just kind of like Lego. <laughs> Every drone's unique. <laughs> we just have we just have trains, a la the Simpsons, of just go and stop. Yep, with, with a go and stop button, fly and land button. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not particularly uh, surprised at that because Zane Australia has always kind of. Public transport yeah. is something that I've always yeah. kind of invested in um, after education and health uh, because, again, it, it gives people opportunities that they wouldn't have without transport. So That's true, but at the same time with public funding, any sort of private investment that could be made into that is stifled yeah. because they have to match that, that investment in order to compete with it. True. We but, did it. You know... If everything's owned by the government, everything will be very efficiently run by the government, right? Not <laughs> necessarily. <laughs> All right. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us at our home on the web. Uh, that's not canon.com forward slash new world order. We're also on Patreon where one in five episodes will be posted for our patrons exclusively. Uh, so usually in the last 50 or so episodes, that has been... Uh, the the decider the the decider in the the world conflicts or the or the world disasters that have been striking and we'll see what happens in the next season uh, and join us for season three in uh, four the in four episodes time will be the first episode of season three and I'll have a title by then <laughs> I assume yeah we'll see uh, you're not a huge fan of homework. No. 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 In fact, if you go these five episodes without a name, it'll be the longest consistent naming trend you have had. That's right. I'll probably have one for the next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then forget it by five episodes time. Yeah. All right. Well, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been Sebastian. Um, something, something, United States of World America. Uh, fight for your dreams, and your dreams will fight for you. <laughs> Putting that sound effect there is just, it just sound bitter. <laughs> and I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume. Till next time, gentlemen. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.